last time on Thornvale. Suddenly, the priest drops the books. He grabs the cop, and then he just throws him. Just like one arm throws him clear across the road. So you run over and you get this priest on the ground. You knock him to the ground. I think Sammy's going to go for the handcuffs and then try to assist Bjorn in subduing the, the priest. And he goes over to a stop sign and he rips it out of the ground. <laughs> like you are a baseball and he is an MLB star. He hits you with the stop sign. She yells, Sammy, and then runs up to you as you uh, land with a thud and says, are you okay? And he does two points of armor-defeating damage. Ouch. <gasps> and you have a stop sign in your leg. I look at uh, Elise, and I'm like, I am going to help. Like, you cannot stop me. In a voice that doesn't quite sound like his own, he says, you know, it's been a while since I tussled with a dragon knight. And then he looks over at Sammy, and he says, I don't even know what you are. But you fall to the ground, and... When you land, you look up at him and he looks like he's about to hit you again. And you see suddenly a knife sinks into his chest. Bjorn, you notice as he falls to the ground, there's kind of like something wispy above his head that sort of seems to come out of him. So this knife came from somewhere. So you, you kind of like go back, run through back in your head. You realize it was thrown from a nearby alleyway. And you look around and you don't see anything. Like, there's nothing there. But when you look on the ground, you notice a small shimmering object. It looks like a business card. At least, like, basically drags you home. I do need to let you know, though, that uh, my contact is starting to ask questions about what I'm doing here. Let me get back to you on okay. that one. And then uh, after that, I will drive myself to the hospital. What the heck happened to you two? I don't think you'd believe it if we told you. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Of course you believe it. It's another monster, dude. As I mentioned, the priest got taken down. That's because something threw a knife at him from the alley. Uh, I went to the alley to investigate, and there was just this... I pull it out, and I say, there's a silver card. So she's going to look at it, and then she reaches in her pocket to pull out the identical one that she found in the alley. And she's just gonna, she's still very confused, but agrees someone is watching me. Welcome back to Thornvale. Just a few quick things to get out of the way really quick. First off, I always want to invite everyone to our Discord server. We are on the Podcast Junkie Discord server. The link is in the show notes for every episode from now on. So, you know, go look it up. It's also pinned to the top of our Twitter page. Also, I wanted to announce we are doing... Well, I, Susanna, am doing a twitch show it's called dragon knights one shots it's set in the thornvale depolo universe so if you want to go check out that it's going to be the very first one is going to be sometime in mid-september i don't have the exact date yet but uh i'm thinking a wednesday in mid-september we'll let you know as soon as we know and obviously keep up on twitter facebook instagram and uh, you'll learn more about it there but we are very excited we've done a couple of like test run streams and those went interestingly, <laughs> to put it mildly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you to oh, everyone yeah. who helped us out with that. Uh, but we are looking forward to it. The first one is going to be with the folks from the Point Zero Star podcast, which is another actual play podcast. Other than that, I just kind of want to get right back into it. You guys are in the fort. Henry, I think you wanted to look into the two, uh, we'll call them victims, and Hannah, you just had this realization that someone's following you around. Bjorn, you're kind of in the middle of having the same realization. So what do you guys do now? 
after I right at the end was when Henry heard about those about those names. So what I am going to do, or rather Henry, is now that I have them, I am going to just excuse myself. Actually, I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna say anything to them. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk, go back to my room, crack open my computer, see if I can see if I can locate any information about these two, about anything that might uh, might have indicated a uh, a common reason why this possible possible ghost slash poltergeist slash whatever it is went for them. Okay. Um. Let's say roll investigate a mystery. I suppose. Okay. Uh, you rolled a seven plus two. That is a nine. Yes. So you get to ask me one question from the investigate a mystery list. All right. Looking at the list right now, and... And specifically, we're asking about the two guys. Yes. The, the two victims. Mm. In relation to these two, I'm going to say what is being... I'm going to ask what is being concealed here. That's a good question. So you start to look into these guys. You look into the teacher first. And this guy seems like a normal guy. Like, there's nothing really that that you can find. You, you kind of, like, hack into, like, the local... Um, City... Re- uh, uh, town record? Town records? Yeah, like, like records area, you know, department. <laughs> yeah, that place. <laughs> uh, you're, you're looking for, like, public records. And you find, like, ten years ago, he had a couple of DUIs and drunken disorderly arrests... But since then, he's been, like, super clean. He's been, like, really just, like, a good guy. Like, he doesn't have any record, like, criminal record. He actually won, like, the Thornvale Teacher of the Year Award, like, two years ago. Okay. And you you see, like, online you can find, like, different areas where like people review their teachers and they're like yeah he's an amazing teacher he does really well you see a couple of students who got failed who are kind of mad at him but other than that like everything you find out about this guy is that he's a really cool dude okay all right he's that cool teacher everyone wants all right so yeah, exactly so what about uh what about mr bible bludgeoning preacher <laughs> yeah the bible budge- bludgeoning mm-hmm. preacher mm-hmm. is there another b word we could use there Bible uh, bludgeoning. Uh, bash. Bash is another one. You could say bash. No, I was thinking about like for the... It's too bad he's not a Baptist. He could be the Bible <laughs> bludgeoning Baptist. Alliteration. Uh, yes. <laughs> anyway, so you find very similarly, this guy seems to be a cool guy. He's been a... He's in his 40s now. He has been a pastor since his mid... Or a priest since his mid-20s. You don't find anything bad about him. There's nothing. He doesn't have any arrests. From what you can tell on, like, you, like, look on Facebook to see what his congregation is saying about him. And they all seem to love him. Hmm. Like, you you just, you really don't find anything bad about either one of these guys. They just seem to be, like, really good guys. Okay. Both of them. Um, I would like to ask a question. Would it be possible to reach a deeper level of investigation on these two? Because I have. What are you looking for? Um, I'm just thinking that if I use my net friends move, they might be able to find something that. Although no, 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 I don't think so. Because if I'm if I'm looking and I don't find anything, it's not likely they're going to find me anything either. So yeah. All right. Well then, if I can't find it, I just Henry. He he just he just does that teenage sigh. You know what I'm talking about? The the. <sighs> closes the. Closes the computer, walks walks back out there uh, to see uh, to see what everyone else is doing and to relay the news. I don't know what they're doing, but he's uh, he's walking up the hall to relay this very unfortunate information. <laughs> so, well, I guess you could call it that. Uh, well, before before you relay that information, while he was doing that, what are you two doing? Um, Bjorn uh, actually had an idea that he was going to discuss with Sammy and uh, Miguel and uh, Stanley. Okay. And what, he was going to say, idea? so uh, we kind of got away from the scene pretty quickly, and there was a ton of people there. 
Uh, I'm wondering if it's worthwhile for us to investigate the two scenes, see if we can find anything. I know we, we, we suspect this thing's incorporeal, so it might not have left any trace, but I'm just curious if maybe we could look for things while we're there. And uh, just as a, as a quick aside, do I know that Sammy can see things that are invisible, so on and so forth? Is that like, I'm trying to remember that came across or that's just something you do and we haven't actually found out that you can do that yet? I mean, you knew she could see something under her skin in the last time that neither one of you guys could. Uh-huh. But other than that... The, the reason why I bring it up because maybe I would know that I want to bring her along, but otherwise it's just his general idea is to just go looking. Um, okay. So never mind then. So maybe um, he doesn't really know well, that. Well, Stanley turns stuff. to you and he says, I mean, returning to the scene of the crime, so to speak, is not a bad idea. Yeah, I, I also figure that'll get us back out there in case something happens. Um... I mean, this thing's hit twice, and I'm sure it's going to hit again in a very short amount of time, so we should definitely be island side, I would think, so we're at least close by. That's a good possibility. What about you, Sammy? I think going back is a good idea. We just have to be aware that someone is tracking me, and I don't know how. Yeah, that's that's bad. I, I, I really don't like thinking that someone is following her around because I mean the card said keep her safe right yeah actually that's what I was about to say I is mean, don't don't get me wrong I hate the idea of somebody sneaking around even if that's normally what I'm doing but uh um if she wanted you to be safe she's not gonna try to hurt you I don't think so assuming Sammy is the her yeah assuming Sammy's the, the card yeah it's just a lot we don't know right now yeah but if we stick together, Sammy, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, I think going back is a smart idea. And if we're in the center, if something happens, we can, you know, find it pretty quickly. Yeah, it may be a good idea to... Uh... Bjorn, you said you talked to the teacher, right? I did, yes. Maybe a good idea to go talk to the, uh, the priest as well. Yeah, that's actually uh, not a bad idea. I think I can do that too. All right. And uh, I will say at this point, what uh, Henry, your character, comes back in and tells him, what do you, what do you say? Well, uh, everybody, I, uh, I took a look into those two, uh, two, well, whatever they were after you explained to me. I'm not even sure what that priest is, but point is that I looked and, uh, at least from what I could find, and not to... <laughs> Not to inflate myself here, but um, I am pretty amazing at what I do, and uh, <laughs> and there was nothing, nothing, nothing I could find that would that would implicate that these two had some sort of any any sort of secret past or any kind of because I mean I'm just speaking traditionally. It's, if it's some kind of ghost or possession, I mean you have to understand. I mean. As far as the lore goes, I haven't read much. This is this is, I mean, I'm I'm coming off of I'm coming off of movie lore, but you know some of that's got to be right, right? Did they know each other? Did they go to any of the same places? Anything like that? No, it it seemed like they were they they knew they knew of each other, but I, I there was no no indication that they had ever that they had ever met that they had ever. Uh, had any sort of close relationship uh, one way or the other uh, but the people that knew them in both cases um, both of them had friends and friends and other family that could say nothing but good things about them don't think the people getting hit with the stop signs would say good things well they're very true very true <laughs> all right well uh, it sounds like uh it sounds like we uh, we at least know that um, it's probably whatever this thing is. It's it's not like the Banshee where the Banshee singled out people that had done something wrong. It seems like this thing is I mean, potentially even doing the opposite. It could just be singling out good people and making them do bad things. Or it could just be picking people at random. We don't really know. It's only happened twice. But um, we should definitely... Uh, I say we get back and start looking into the scenes as well as maybe talking to that 
preacher and uh, seeing what we can find out. Okay. So where do you guys want to go? Well, the priest is at the hospital still, right? Yes. And how close is the hospital like to the two crime scenes? It's in downtown West Thornville. Right, but then how close is that to like the first incident and the second second incident? I mean, well, the uh, the the first one took place on East Thornvale oh, yeah, right. at, at uh, East Siders, and the second one took place in downtown West Thornvale. So then, yeah, I guess we go to the hospital. I would say we go to the hospital first, and then check in on the crime scene because I'll have given the crime scene some time to like uh, cool down. Is the only word I can think mm-hmm. of. It'll uh, giving it a chance to. Yeah, get the cops out of the way. Yeah, and onlookers. All right, well, it sounds like you guys have got some old-fashioned legwork to do, so, uh, you know, get on with it. Are we all Are we all going the same way, or are we splitting up? I say we stick together on this one. Yeah. Just in case... Well, like, I'm thinking worst-case scenario here. What if one of us gets yeah. hit by this thing? We don't want one of us off on our own and when that happens. That thing was really strong, so we're going to need all of us together. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't go well for you guys the first time there were only two of you. No. True. And at this at this point Henry Henry just Henry just gives Bjorn like the up the slow up and down look and he's internally he's just imagining what might happen if a- after hearing what this what this priest turned into. He's just imagining <laughs> what what this big hulk of a guy might become and he's even for him he's oh. he just like un- unconsciously he's just like and he's just thinking this and then he goes like Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's basically sizing up Bjorn and deciding that he wouldn't want to mess with Bjorn alone. Yeah, well, in, a, in, yeah. in a matter of in a matter of <laughs> muscles, no. Yeah, it, it yeah. makes me happy that Bjorn's character has instilled such fear in Henry's character. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know it's not fear. I'm just teasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you guys are going to the hospital. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right, so you guys go to the hospital. You get there, and it's probably close to like seven o'clock at night now. All the stuff has gone on, you know, in the same day, but it's been a few hours apart for both of them. And you guys get at the hospital and walk up to the front desk, and the receptionist uh, looks up at you and says, uh, "Can I help you?" Uh, question: Do we have our do we have our false um, or well, legitimate but false-ish IDs? Or do you? Would you ever leave the base without it? No, I, I for was some reason. No, I was thinking I would have it, but at the same time, I had this terribly amazing scenario for Henry's character that I wanted to try out. But yeah, no, uh, I I just assume when you guys leave the base, you'd have all your gear, including your false IDs. Okay, well, I okay, right then. Uh, who wants to who wants to go at first? Because I'll I'll I have this idea, well, but it, well, I mean, Bjorn would normally go first because he's the actual agent unless one of you did something really quick right off the bat but normally like Bjorn would just step in and do it because that's his kind of personality so okay. uh, all right uh, but, but you said you had something specific you wanted to do though with yes Henry? yes but it would it would uh it would have to negate the use of my of my ID if I did it I mean is Henry actually thinking about doing this would he have told us at a time or would he just like go do it uh no no it's like he he had this it was it was a passing thought but then he thought and then he remembered oh wait i have an actual id why would i do that <laughs> okay then yeah yeah bjorn will just step up and start talking to the lady then okay so uh bjorn will be like uh, uh good evening ma'am uh and he flips out his badge you know like usual you know yep. wouldn't be bjorn without him flipping out his badge. and he says uh, i'm here to talk to that preacher that uh was causing a stir down in down in town Oh, oh yes. I'm totally not looking up the name right now. <laughs> I usually write these names down, but I didn't this time. Oh yes, you're here to see them. Father Sanford. And she goes over and looks at her computer and then writes down his room number on a sheet of paper. She gave me a whole sheet of paper, not a sticky note. Just- you know what I mean? <laughs> just, I was thinking the same thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll take it, and then um, it's got to be really big start, font. Yeah, and then I'll start going towards it. All right, so you guys get to his room. You see, there is a police officer sitting in a chair outside that's like guarding him. Okay. Do I recognize this police officer? Uh, maybe you've seen him around. You don't recognize him specifically. Okay. 
Uh, good evening, sir. And he looks up at you and he says, uh, hey, how's it going? He looks kind of tired. Uh, Bjorn flips out his badge quick. And he says, I know who you are. Okay, yeah, I'm here to, I'm here to talk to Mr. Sanford. Yeah, go on in. And, uh, I enter. Okay. I assume, uh... You see the the priest is lying in a hospital bed. He is all, like, you know, like, bound up. He, both of his hands are, uh, handcuffed to the side of the bed, but, uh, he seems to be just lying there peacefully. He's... He's quiet. He's got his eyes closed. He has a couple of like cuts and bruises around him, but uh, what do you do? Is his title father or like? Cause he's a priest. Father. father? He's a priest. Yes. <laughs> I don't do the is whole anyone priest a- thing, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> is anyone else? Is anyone else getting reverse exorcist feelings right now? Yeah. Because that's <laughs> yeah. that's what that's what this is. Yeah, we're, ser- we're here to see a priest about a demon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, uh, Bjorn will. Uh, well, were you about to do something? Yeah. Oh no! I just, it's just a very awkward situation with the the priest being uh, possessed this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Uh, Bjorn's gonna walk up. Oh, sorry. Bjorn's gonna walk up to the bed and say, um, "Hello, Father." Um, I, I really wanted to say "Hello, Father." I've sinned, but that, that would. Not really makes sense. Uh, anyways, I just say, uh, "Hello, Father. Uh, I'm I'm here to talk with you about what happened." And he kind of slowly opens his eyes, and he just looks like he's exhausted. And he looks up at you and he says, "Oh, um, uh, what can I help you with?" And then, uh, is there like a chair in the room? Sure. Uh, Bjorn's gonna like pull up to the side of the bed and sit down. Okay. And he's gonna be like, um. So, you know what happened, right? Do you, do, do, I guess what I should ask is, do you remember what happened? And he kind of slowly shakes his head and he says, the, the, the nice police officers told me that I started throwing Bibles at my congregation. And Bjorn just kind of slowly nods and says, I, d- I, yeah, don't, yep. uh, I, I don't remember any anything. Nothing at all? Not about throwing Bibles. I was preaching my afternoon sermon. And then... I I saw... There was a boy in the back. He kept, um... He kept standing up in the seats. I was gonna call him out for it. Tell him to sit down. And then that's the last thing I remember. They tell me I th- I started throwing Bibles at the boy and then everyone else? I, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like a thing I would do. I assume that uh, ripping a stop sign out of the ground and attacking people with it also isn't something you would normally do. And he looks up at you like, what? And, and, and he says... I don't even think that's possible. And and Bjorn kind of rolls back his pant leg and shows him the uh, the wound that he's got bound up, and he's like, "Trust me, it's uh, it's possible." I I, I hurt you w- with with a stop sign. Sammy kind of rubs her I... head. <laughs> <laughs> and and he just kind of like sinks his head back in his pillow and, and stares at the ceiling. Um, and then Bjorn, uh, at that point, Bjorn's like, um, I was just, uh, I was just trying to see if that would help you remember things at all. I've, I, f- I assumed that would be pretty easy to remember, but it seems like you've got absolutely no recollection of the fighting or the Bible throwing or anything. Do you remember, what was the first thing you remembered seeing or like, what was the first thing you remember after your sermon? I just remember lying on the ground and everything, uh, everything hurt. Hen- Hen- okay. Henry's Henry has the sort of creased forehead look, and he's just he's just watching this go on, 
and then he he steps up and he he says, and so you you, you mentioned a, you mentioned a boy uh, in, in your uh, in your congregation that Sunday. Um, had had you had you had you met him before? Did you know who he was? Yes. Uh, Dennis is, is a normal uh, problem today. All right. In in my in my church, he's just you know he's uh, he's seven. He's very rambunctious. Our 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 children's church leader was out today, so he wasn't able to leave during the sermon. He was just getting rambunctious, but I I don't think he had anything to do with this. And yet, you was. You said he was the last thing you saw before, before you woke up, on the ground. Yes, he he was. He was the last thing I saw. Can you, well, actually, Bjorn's not going to say this, but I really wanted to chime in with something along the lines of, "So this Dennis is usually a." Mess, I was thinking but... the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could find a way to actually work that uh, in yeah. with Bjorn. So it's all good. <laughs> after um, after um, Henry says that, I'm going to say, um, "Do you happen to know where? Um, do you happen to know?" Oh, no, he wouldn't ask that. I was going to ask him if he know what happened to Dennis, but he doesn't remember anything, so that'd be stupid. No. Um, he was one of the ones beamed with the Bible, so he might be at the hospital. Okay. Um, so Bjorn's just going to like, kind of look to the other two and say, so do you, do you two have any other questions for, uh, for the father here? Before you guys are able to answer that, you see a doctor in a white lab coat come in and see you all, and he says... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. He's, he really needs his rest right now. His body is very injured. Um. I thought I thought Bjorn might want to do it first before Henry does something. Um, Bjorn's kind of chewing on it. So if Henry was gonna act fast on it, he probably would go before Bjorn says anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so Henry, Henry steps up and, and look at the, and I'm curious, what is the, how tall is this, how tall is this doc? He's a little shorter than you are. <laughs> so I'm actually looking down a little on this guy. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> nice. Um, well, okay. So Henry, Henry steps up and, and, and he, he goes, oh, of course we understand that, uh, doc, but, um, if you'll see right here and sort of, sort of exaggeratedly, he, he does the, he does the badge flip. And he says, he's like, well, we're, we're, we're trying to do, uh, trying to find out what, what, what happened. So, um, we, we're, we might, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not completely done here, but, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get out well, of this. Well, I, I appreciate that you're trying to see what happened, but I, I really do need you to, to leave because he, he needs his rest. You guys can come back and question him in a few days. I Doubt anything will change before then. And he starts kind of like trying to like usher you guys out. Yeah, I honestly think we got a decent amount out of him. I think we're good for now, at least. I don't know what everyone else is thinking. <laughs> um, Bjorn's gonna just pull Henry aside really quick. And uh, just kind of whisper him. So, is there anything else specific you wanted to ask him, real quick? Uh, I might be able to get the doctor's attention, so you could ask him just one more question before we leave. Well, then Henry, um, Henry just sort of whisper, like out the side of his mouth. He he just goes, just kind of wanted to know if there was any other indication of what might have happened in that moment. He sees the he sees the kid, and then he blacks out. There must have been something else something else that happened something went down all right so then uh bjorn will just nod at that and then turn to the doctor and um shoot what is bjorn gonna do um ask ask him about like the medical file or something yeah i was gonna say yeah i think he would be smart enough to think about that so he'll say um is do you have any 
Is there any way we could look at the medical charts? Anything that you might have gotten on his um, kind of condition when he came in? And Henry, while the doc is distracted, Henry sort of sidles in close to to Father Sanford, and he just he just he just sort of whispers under his breath, "Was did did you did you feel anything or or sense anything at all before before you before you woke up?" And the uh, I'll deal with you, Andrew, in a second. But okay, the the guy, the the priest says, N- "No, but I." I just can't imagine that it would be that I could do any of of this like I don't know maybe maybe someone was pretending that doesn't make any sense cuz I I was hurt I, what 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 doesn't make any sense I was saying maybe someone was trying to get to us, you know. They were trying to hurt the church for some reason. Maybe they were pretending to be me, but that doesn't make any sense. <sighs> Henry just sort of sighs and just nods, steps back. And Bjorn Issa, the the doctor says, I don't think I'm allowed to give you that sort of information. I think you're, you'll have to uh, have a warrant for that. Hmm. Man, I was going to ask about well, toxicology. <laughs> you can. It'll just require a manipulate someone roll. Um, I guess I'll try that. Um, so, so, so ask your question. Yeah, so I mean, first I'm going to take out my badge and show him that I'm FBI as well. And then uh, be like, is there any information you can give us about toxicology? Were there any drugs in his system? Anything weird like that that you can share? Alright, roll manipulate someone. Ooh, a ten. Okay. Awesome. Oh, so I'm really glad. So if you didn't make that and you were at like a six or something, Bjorn was I was gonna attempt to help out and Bjorn would have said something along the lines of like, you know, surely toxicology and drug information would be something you would give the cops, but you succeeded well, but- on your own, so <laughs> So the priest or not the priest, I'm sorry, the doctor kind of looks at you and then he looks at you like I, I need to throw them a bone so they go away <laughs> and he says no there was no drugs no alcohol nothing in his system the only thing weird is that the injuries that weren't from punching I've seen with like athletes like athletes who've overdone themselves you know ripping muscles because they're trying too hard but otherwise I there's nothing weird about him. I really need you to leave. All right, we'll okay. uh, we'll get out of your way, sir. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Henry d- Henry does not respond with thank you. He's just silent as he follows. Okay. <laughs> um. So I, Bjorn Bjorn would just walk outside. I I assume that everyone else was gonna wait until we got outside and alone. Yeah. And then Bjorn's going to turn to the other two and be like, well, we didn't get anything too concrete from that. Did you get anything else from him, Henry, when you were talking to him? Uh, no, I thought I thought maybe there would have been some slight indication, but it seems that even he can't remember it clearly, and I, uh, well, he was already, he was already down for the count, so he didn't have any mm-hmm. reason to lie. Yeah. Well, the there's nothing that uh, the doctors could notice in their own, you know, normal reports and kind of testing that they could do. So, I mean, it's not like it left any kind of trace that they would have been able to see. And that comment that he made about the, the muscle tearing, I guess, for lack of a better word, I mean, that all makes sense. You know, this, mm-hmm. this regular person was being made to do things that normal people don't do, so... Whatever this thing does, it's definitely got a very fine sense of control over the body that it's inhabiting. So, Bjorn, when you talked uh, to the the teacher, was he basically the same way? Didn't remember anything? Did he do anything weird yeah. like the priest, like extraordinary? Um, from what the kid told me, he just got punched before the before things stopped, but. 
um, the, he was definitely not the, the teacher was definitely not behaving as he normally would you know mm-hmm. he was you know basically had no control over his own body it sounds like so for at least what from we know I mean for a regular person it's just he's acting not acting normal but to us we we've got enough indications that something's causing all this yeah. so and Hen- um, Henry yeah. uh, Henry looks up Henry looks up towards the sun and he goes well the sun's going down uh, what do you say we check out um, check out the scene of this whole this whole event that happened today I, I wasn't there you have to show me where it is but yeah um, yeah I think we should definitely go check it out now hopefully with us people around I, and who knows if we'll see something but uh, mm-hmm. it is most definitely worth a shot Hello again, Thorn Valians. I just have a few quick ads and announcements for you this week. If you just gotta skip, the time code to skip to is... 37 minutes and 26 seconds. In other news, you asked and we delivered Thornvale now has merch in the form of stickers. If you want to pick up a sticker with either our logo or one of the PCs, then you can go to teespring.com stores slash Thornvale store. The link will be in the show notes for this week. With that, let me introduce you to our friends at Rolling in the Mist. Or better yet, let them do it. Every city has its secrets. Every person does too. But in Eden City, a town where mythology is more than legend, a group blessed with strange powers must work together to uncover its mysteries. If they don't kill each other first. Listen to Rolling in the Mist, a City of Mist actual play podcast created by Oddloot. Don't know how to play City of Mist? Listen to Session Zero, where we explain the rules. Find it on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Because you'll never know what you'll find rolling in the mist. And now I take you back to the show. So you guys are going to the scene of the second one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. So you go down there, and it is kind of, the, the whole area is kind of like taped off. You know, but there are no more cops there. There are just a few people milling around. Okay, Henry, Henry's going to step up, and uh, in the cordoned off area, I think I'm going to roll for investigate a mystery. Okay, tell me what you're going to do first. Uh, I, I well, see, I'm I'm assuming that of course we're allowed under the cordon because badges, but <laughs> yeah, well, there's I'm, no one there to stop you. It's just mm-hmm. like blocked off because there's rubble everywhere okay and this is this is right in front of the this is right in front of the church right yes okay so so there's this little like courtyard area okay where this all took place in so if he if he came if he came bursting out of the church when this happened i think i think what henry's gonna gonna try to do is uh to roll for investigative mystery inside the church so he's gonna are the are the doors locked or uh they're open okay so so yeah henry um, Henry just heads straight for the church and he, uh, walks down the aisle. He's standing there at the, um, at the pulpit and he's just looking around and he wants to roll to see if there's anything that can catch his eye, anything on the floor, the walls, the ceiling, anything. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll then. Okay. Okay. So you get to ask me one question. Um, with the investigative mystery, I am going to... See, it's hard between what is being concealed and what happened. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, what is being concealed here. Okay. So you look around and you see there's a little like blood on the ground where like some people hit the ground or something. Uh, someone got beamed in the head with a Bible. You see a couple of Bibles, hymnals, other books just like strewn everywhere. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's like a uh, there's actually a man that is picking up Bibles and and putting them back in the back of their pews. Hmm. Okay, that, is, is that is that all catches my eye? Yep, that's all there is. Okay. There's not really anything being concealed. Everything that you could look for is kind of out in the open. Okay, but I see this um, this 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 guy that's picking it up. I'm guess is he some kind of a some kind of a janitor, custodian, whoever. Uh, he is wearing a um, like a like a like a button-down shirt. If you had to guess, you'd say he probably he's probably like a church elder, like a deacon or something. Okay, uh, I think I'm Henry. Henry's going to 
walk up to him, try to try to get his attention, maybe talk to him. Okay. Um, he notices you as you look up, and he says, "Oh, hello. Um, can I help you with something?" Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Henry steps up and says, "Uh, yes, actually, I'm. Um, I'm. I'm here about uh, what happened with um, Father Sanford. I'm guessing you, you were, you were here, or you know, you know what happened to him today." And he looks really sad, and he says, uh, "Yes, um, unfortunately, the father had a mental breakdown or something. He started attacking his congregation, but we we are praying for him. We're hoping he'll he'll be back to his right mind soon. This is the first time this sort of thing has ever happened before." Hmm. And. Uh and you're, um, I see by your, uh, by your, uh, are, do, do you, do you work here? Do you work here often? Are you a, are you a member here? Y- yes, I, I am. Hmm. Uh, I, I do, I do work here. Hmm. And so you, you said this was the first time that uh, Father Sanford had been, uh, acting this way. Um, can, can you think of any, uh, any, any, Odd behavior, any any odd occurrences, uh, maybe maybe an art maybe an artifact brought into the church, or uh, he and he kind of stares at you and he says, "No, no artifact, um, no nothing with with nothing weird about Father Sanford at all." Hmm. And. What do you, what can you tell can you tell me anything about Dennis because we just. Uh, my uh my uh companions and I we just spoke to uh, Sanford at the hospital and he he mentioned uh, he mentioned the boy uh the boy Dennis can you can you tell me anything about him and he just kind of rolls his eyes and he says oh uh, i know he was the one that set off father sanford but he's just a boy he was just acting like a 7 year old boy he was bored it wasn't really a, a sermon that was particularly interesting to children. And um, I, I don't think he would have anything to do with this, honestly. Hmm. All right. Well, just trying to think if there's any other information I might be able to roll for. Um, I'm going to see, like, how likely do you think it is that this guy would be lying? He doesn't have much incentive to lie. He's not lying. So, okay, okay. You're, you're, you're... <laughs> Ability that you have that lets you know if people are lying tells you these not lying. Okay, I'm just. I mean, there, there's got to be it. The event happened here. There's got to be something, some indication of something. Oh, well, wait, no, no, that doesn't. That doesn't. You gotta ask the right question. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Um, were you um were you here on that? Were you here on that day? When I, I'm, I'm. Well, it was today, so, so yes. yes I'm sorry. Yes, uh, I was here. You, you were here earlier today. So, so, were you in the, were you in the sanctuary here when, uh, when this event took place? I, I was, yes. And from, from your point of view, from your point of view, what? Can, can you tell me anything about what it, what it seemed like to you when you were? what you saw today um i was sitting over there and he points towards like the the first couple pews and he says he was father sanford he was doing his regular sermon um we're on the book of john right now and everything was going fine until that little boy started acting up, and I think Father Sanford was going to tell him to sit back down. And then something happened. He just snapped. And he started shouting and throwing books at people. And and then all that business happened outside, and I just hope he gets better soon. Henry Henry feels that there is something here. He's just... He can't put his hand on it, and he's trying to think of a way to... to fr- Would you like to read a bad situation? I think I will, yes. 
And I, I'll, I'll help you if, if you read, if you roll well, I'll help you pick a question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you so much. I really want to read a bad a situation. First, use my third eye, but you can from outside if you want to. Um, I think I will. But I'm gonna but deal with Henry's yeah. first. Yeah. Well, I'll wait. First. Seven. That's uh, a seven. Okay. So you get to ask me one question. The question I would suggest is. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed yet? Mm. And the way I'm going to answer that is to say that you would think, well, if it wasn't the boy and there was nothing that the pastor did specifically, it's got to be someone else. Stands to reason, but the it was the it was the boy and then all of a sudden the pastor, so that was why Henry was thinking yeah. it, but So so you know from the pastor and from this man that the boy really didn't seem to have anything to do with it other than that he was a trigger. And you know from Bjorn's story that the other, the, the teenager from uh, from the first incident also seemed to be a trigger, but something happened before that. Hmm. So it's it's got to stand a reason that that this is some something or someone else that's doing, that's, a, that's targeting these specific people. Okay, so then Henry... Uh... Henry turns to turns to leave, but but then he he stops and uh, turns back and says, uh, "All right, uh, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for the information. Uh, just uh, one more one more question. Um, do you do you recall um, uh, earlier today during the during the service? Uh, did you see any uh, any any new people in the in the congregation? Maybe someone you didn't recognize, hadn't seen before." And he stops for a second and he thinks about it for a moment and he says there were a few there was there were a few that that struck me as odd for being there not that they'd never been there before but that I I would say they don't normally come okay and this this uh this this group do you uh do you happen to do you happen to recall well it wasn't it wasn't a group uh, specifically, but uh, it was just it was a couple of different people that I I wouldn't have expected to see here again. I suppose, and and he he kind of like he kind of like thinks back, and you get the you get the idea that this is the, one of those guys that like notices everything, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and he says, well, there was there was Kim Sharp. I didn't think she would be coming back. Uh, the, the the priest caught her making out with some sketchy boy back behind the church and told her parents I, I didn't think I would see her here again. Um, there was uh, there was Ben Lasky. He's a, a young man. He was egging the church a few weeks ago. I again I wouldn't have expected to see him. And then and then he he kind of like he kind of harumphs. And he says, and then there was Heimler, the Chris Heimler. He's the leader of a local atheist group. He's been making harassing calls to the church after his uh, his son started going. And he's, and then he kind of looks at you and he says, well, other than Ethel, who's like 107, I really can't think of anyone else odd that would be there. Hmm. And, and I, I'm just going to... Would it stand to reason you think? I think this. It would stand to reason that Henry, uh, with his with his uh, how his mind works, he's carrying a uh, a notepad of some type. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so or he, your phone or the phone. Yes, the phone works too. Just I mean, notepad notepad is cooler in mysteries. There's a notepad is. in the phone. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> but this is also the 21st century. Yes. Yes, it's <laughs> it's true. It's true. So, but I do I do like the aesthetic of a, a notebook. Oh, by the pen. way, I was watching a I was watching a news broadcast the other day, and I was kind of amused that the the broadcaster that was like the on the field reporter had this like tablet in his hand that he was using to take notes for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, it's the 21st century. Your phone could work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and yes, he's he is he is uh, he is 15 years old, so he would be more familiar with the phone. So, as uh, as the uh, as this guy is, is is reeling out these names, he's he's notating them, <laughs> uh, and okay. and then at the end of it, he he just says, 
All right then. All right. Uh, well, uh, th uh, thanks for the help. Uh, I'm sorry. What was uh, what was your name, sir? Uh, uh, my my name's Deacon. Ah, okay. And then he he kind of looks at you and he smiles and he says, "Yes, I realize the irony." <laughs> hmm. Henry Henry's mouth sort of quirks and he's like. Mm. And he j just uh, just for safety's sake, he he puts that name down too, and then uh, turns and uh, heads back toward the front. Okay. While this is going on, uh, Sammy, did you want to look at anything outside? Um, I guess I'm gonna look for signs of. I mean, I don't know how, but I would look for signs of something like a creature being there that's not human. Okay, so you're, you're um, looking for, like, supernaturally magic-y stuff. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, then I believe that is... I believe your your third eye works with... Doesn't that work with read, read a bad, bad situation? situation? Yeah. Okay. Um. Then, yeah, go ahead and, I guess, read a bad situation. And that is sharp, right? Mm-hmm. And eight. Okay. So, um, you get a question. Yeah. Let me see. Third eye. I take plus one hold on re any result of seven or more, and I can see invisible things. Yeah. So but I guess me, you get two questions question. then? Well, wait, is that just the what? Is it like taking the place of read a bad situation, or is it in addition to? It's in addition to. Okay. Yeah. It's when you read a bad situation. Okay. So, so she gets yes, like one extra it... one for like reading the invisible stuff and then one general one? Yeah. Okay. I think the the question that works best is probably the same one that you suggested for Henry, which is, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Okay. So you look around and, and you can feel kind of your, your third eye. You haven't really, like... I, I don't really know if you've exactly... You exactly know what this is, but you know there's this feeling you get, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And you're kind of, like, looking around and you get a very strong magical presence but it feels faint. Like it was there and then it's gone. So you know there mm -hmm. was something here, but like it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I tell if it went anywhere? Like can I track it or no? Uh, it seems to go up into the air and then it vanishes out of your area of perception. Okay. Um, and do I get another question or just, just that one? Uh, you get two. Okay. Um, let's see. What's the biggest threat? I'm not sure what questions would work here, because... <laughs> huh. So as you're, as you're standing there, you also, you feel of another, another sort of faint magical presence. But it's not the same one. And it's not gone. It's somewhere nearby. Interesting. Um, I'm definitely going to see if I can find the source of that one. <laughs> okay. Are you going to say anything to Bjorn or... Um, I'm not sure. Because I'm not exactly... Because I this isn't something that I really like realize that I'm like actively doing you know because I don't okay. really know what the, th the third eye is so I think I'm just gonna start walking in the general direction that I feel like the presence is coming from okay so you start walking it's kind of like down the street a little bit and you duck into yet another alley there's been a lot of alleys in this story but you duck into yet another <laughs> alley and when you get there there's nothing there but you still feel this presence uh, real quick, if Bjorn saw Sammy walk off, he would have followed and asked her, like, hey, did you notice something? Because, like, I was, he was just, if you had asked me, I was just going to do a general investigative mystery at the scene. So that's all he would have been doing was, like, looking around. But um, if he saw her walk away, he would have asked her if she saw anything and probably gone with her if she said something. So, so does I'm, I, basically, Bjorn I'm just getting out. He would be next to you, like, there yeah. if you like told them anything so mm -hmm. um so i guess sammy's gonna say something like i don't know i just feel like something's here i don't know how to explain it Hmm. okay well i'll i'll come look with you too then 
So then I'll just say I'm there seeing whatever you so want. So you guys are point. both in this alleyway and Sammy, you feel that there's like this this like magical this very faint magical presence that's like right in front of you, but you don't see anything. Um Can I in is there any way for me to interact with it? Like, sh- is there... I mean, she would try to figure out what it is, so I guess she would try to figure out where it's coming from specifically, but... I mean, it's right in front of you. It. Do with that what you will. Yeah. You don't smell anything. I'm gonna... I'll guess I'll put my hand out and see if I can feel okay. anything. Does, so I just wave my arm out You put your hand out, and just before your hand brushes against something that kind of, like, feels like fabric, you hear, like, a... Like, a gasp. And then your hand brushes against something fabric-y, and then you see a quick flash of light that kind of blinds you, and then that presence is gone. Uh. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't even know what to do. Is it blind Bjorn too? Because he's in the yeah, same a little place. Bit. <laughs> Yikes! Um, uh, uh- so does it really? Uh, get him just a little bit or enough where he couldn't react to what's going on? No. It was way too fast. Okay. It was way too fast. Okay. These two things happen basically. I'm assuming that I didn't sense anything because I didn't have anything special. No. None of my dragon knightness helps in no. any way. Okay. You didn't see anything. You you didn't... You know, I don't have any You don't kind have of... the dragon knight super smell ability. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that there was something about super smell. I couldn't remember if it was like a standard thing, but you're right. Yeah, that was like a specific <laughs> yeah, it's family a specific or something. Thing. Okay, well... I guess I'll be like, I mean, I'm, I'm, so Sammy's like seeing spots essentially because she's got like blinded. Yeah. So she's like disoriented, but she's like, I, I felt something. Did you, which is like, she's really confused. So just like kind of like that. <laughs> uh, uh, Bjorn will steady her and then just be like, what do you mean you felt something? I mean, there's nothing there. I did. I thought I heard something, but I mean, I wasn't as close as you were. What happened? I felt fabric like it. I don't know, maybe like a, a shirt or something, like fabric, and I heard someone, and then you saw, I mean, you saw the flash, right? Well, that yeah. wasn't in my head? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And at this point, Henry walks out of the church, and both of his friends are not there. And, and <laughs> he just he just sort of turns, turns, both ways then makes a full circle and it's like I leave these two alone for five minutes look what happens they've vanished (laughs) (laughs) and you guys can very faintly hear that from a distance (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, I mean I guess we'll head back over I think I was still still trying to investigate the scene so we head back and uh, Bjorn will notice that Henry's out and say, so did you find anything? Well, uh, not so much found, but more like heard. And, uh, so then I just, I, I walk up and I explain. Well, uh, Bjorn's going to say really quick before, before Henry says it, he's going to say, just, uh, be on your guard. Cause we ran into something, but it didn't do anything other than like flash a bright light at us of some kind and then run away. So. Just, just be on guard in case whatever it is is, I don't know, trying to do something. Uh, and I mean, the the first thing that comes to mind is it's our visitor that has been leaving those calling cards and has been keeping an eye on us. But and, I don't have any real proof of that. And and Henry Henry just looks at him and he sort of sort of smirks and he just goes, "You're telling me, Mister Big Bad Secret Agent, ran away from a camera flash." No, what I'm saying is like uh you know like a flash like not a flash bomb, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, ninjas leaving a poof of smoke, whatever this thing was, is it kind of disoriented us with a bright flash of some kind and th- and then it left and then there was nothing there, so Are you sure? Because we it's... just turn around. Hey, you were the one who didn't follow it, so uh in my book I think you might have been the one who ran away. Anyway, moving on. Uh um... well okay, well real quick real quick there, boy. Uh I think you'd have a hard time following anything that you didn't know where it went. Doesn't left no trace, it... so Yeah, it disappeared. Like it was just it was just gone, like vanished in thin air. Right. Anyways, we're we, that's not the important thing. I just wanted to know if oh. you found anything on the inside. Oh no, actually, it is very important. But then Henry, Henry looks at Henry looks at Sammy, and after hearing her corroboration of the story, he's just like, 
Hmm. And then he just, like, he's accepted it. It's like, if it comes from her, that's, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, because he still doesn't <laughs> quite, uh, he's still a little bit, very slightly antagonistic towards Bjorn. Oh, yeah, it's there. His authority. It's still yeah, there. Yeah, that's fair, yeah. Slightly. <laughs> 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 I was trying to be funny. <laughs> uh, but but then he was like, well, anyway, while you two were off um, watching uh, watching the Flash of Doom, or whatever you call it, uh, I, uh, yeah, I heard uh, some information that might be useful, and then I just relay what the what he told me. Okay. So you learn the same thing about the the three names that he gathered mm-hmm. and why. Why it was slightly odd to see them in the church. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, so Bjorn's going to speak up and just say, well, I think that's really good information, the fact that we've got three people that seemed out of place. I'm just trying to think if any of them really stands out as really being out of place. I mean, because... The the atheist guy, I can see why the my the deacon would be, you know, put off by him being there. But uh, I'm just trying to think why that's like really for for our purposes, it's not more suspicious than anything else. It's just you know this guy's son starts going to church and he's an atheist, so he's, you know, I guess gonna go watch disapprovingly. <laughs> that's the best I can come up with. <laughs> And then we've got a girl Judge. that got caught making out behind the church who just comes back. So she probably, and maybe she's just remorseful. And then we've got a boy that egged the church. Again, maybe he's remorseful or maybe not. I'm just trying to think how any of those three tie to what we've seen. I, I think they might still be worth looking into because they were out of place. But at the same time, just based off what the deacon saw, I don't know if he would have noticed anything that would help us pick one over the other none of them stands out to me is what i'm trying to say uh i think i think you um i think you might be forgetting one there was one uh there was one old woman no, he got w- all of them no wasn't there the old woman right oh the old the 107 year old oh woman? he just said she was weird because it's odd to see her at church because she's 107 years old uh, <laughs> she's okay. i think that was his attempt at humor <laughs> but, but no 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 yes. i was i was thinking that you know i was thinking that henry might have the thought process of well, it could be the old woman because you know, in all the in all in all the scary <laughs> horror movies, it's the it's the one no one thinks of. So, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, then in that case, it could be the seven-year-old boy. <laughs> mm, true. Um. All right. So. So so Bjorn. So basically, Bjorn just chimed in saying that he's not sure if he could pick one of the three to focus on. Yeah. But that it's also still worth looking into them because they were out of so place. So Bjorn, yeah. would you like to look around real quick? Yeah. Uh, then Bjorn's gonna, uh, yeah, just kind of continue his search of the courtyard. Okay. What are you looking area. for? I mean, I would have like tried to look for any kind of trace of where this thing went. Uh, Sammy didn't really tell me what she saw, but he also knows this thing is likely incorporeal. He probably won't find anything. Okay. So he's kind of just he's kind of just grasping he's kind of just grasping at straws, seeing what he can yeah. find. Just you can roll investigate a mystery. Okay. Which is sharp. That is an eleven. Wow. Total. Okay. Two questions. All right. Now you guys roll really well this this round. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> what I want to ask is where did it go? I don't know if I'll actually find anything, but that's the, his first thought. Like That's what he's really trying to find. Yeah, you definitely don't see anything. Okay. Uh, then you could ask Sammy about that later, but right, for now. Right, right. And that'll kind of, we'll just say that he's like looking around and maybe that'll yeah. come up you, later. You don't but, see uh, any indication yeah. yourself. Then the second question will be what is being concealed here? I mean, the only thing you notice that, that seems odd is that it, but th- but this does tie into something you were saying earlier. You notice that the that stop sign it definitely wasn't like wiggly or anything. Like he clearly tore it up out of the concrete. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to think of like you're not even sure you could do that. Oh, okay. And you're pretty tough and pretty strong. And and dragon knights in general are a little tougher and stronger than regular people. Yeah. But you're pretty sure even you couldn't do that. So you're. Your thought earlier that this, whatever is possessing these people, is using their bodies beyond what 
they normally would be able to handle is definitely correct. Yeah. So Bjorn will kind of wrap up his like look around the area and just say, yeah, I mean, I didn't see anything related to the monster per se, but uh, I mean, I did look, take a good look at that stop sign where it was ripped out, and it, it I think it was in there pretty good to start out. It didn't look like it was an old rusty sign or anything, so I think our th- thoughts were correct earlier that whatever this thing is, it uh, kind of amplifies what, what humans are normally capable of when it's controlling them. So we definitely need to be on the watch out for that. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to leave this here because the sun is going down over Thornvale and nothing else has happened that you guys know about at the moment. But we are going to go somewhere else. Somewhere Mm. else in Thornvale, Uh there is a clearing. (laughs) And in the middle of this clearing... At first, there doesn't appear to be anything. And then if we look closely, there are two depressions in the, gl- in the grass that appear suddenly, like feet. And then two more right in front of it, like someone has fallen down onto their hands. And then we see someone pull back the hood of a cloak. And their entire body is revealed. They are kneeling on the ground, holding one of their hands close to themselves, and they are wearing a shimmering cloak that seems to go in and out of vision as we look at it. The person you see is a woman. She looks to be in her probably 40s. She is beautiful. She has long, straight black hair and blue eyes and thick red lips right now there is a pained expression on her face she looks down at the hand she was cradling and it is scarred and red and bloody looking like something exploded in her hand and she looks down at the hand and then she looks around her and then she just shakes her head and she says Damn it, Sammy. And we'll end it there. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <darn> no. <it. laughs>